is the year of the double portion, our year of expectation. Hallelujah. Isaiah 61 and 7 says, Hallelujah, that for your shame, I'll give you double. Instead of humiliation, I will allow you to shout over your portion and everlasting joy will be theirs. Come on now. It will be yours. Hallelujah. Welcome to our rock church. Hallelujah. Our rock life virtual Sunday morning experience. The one hour experience matters in your life. Hallelujah. I thank you today. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh Lord. It is our strength and our redeemer. Hallelujah. Somebody say it with me. My mind's got me going in circles. Come on, say it today. My mind's got me going in circles. Come on, let's talk through it today. Romans 12, 2 and 3 simply says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment, as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Hallelujah. I want to say that again. Do not be conformed to this world. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect. Verse number 3 says, For through grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think. But to think so as to have sound judgment. As God has allotted to each a measure of faith. My mind has got me going in circles. Come on. I want you to just simply hashtag that. My mind's going in circles today. My, my mind's got me going in circles today. When we when we think about Charlie Wilson and we think about those that are, and we think about that song back in the early 80s, my mind, you got me going in circles. Charlie Wilson was talking about that girl. He was in a relationship and she had him going in circles. She had him running around in circles. He didn't know if he was coming. He didn't know if he was going. She was fine. How many of you have ever been in a relationship and you broke up with that girl and that relationship had you going in circles, man? You were you were crying. You were trying to figure out who she's with and who she's out with and who he's with and all that other stuff. But when we think about it today, my mind's got me going in circles. Why? Because I'm dealing with a COVID-19. We got to talk about it. The, the realities of life, yes. The COVID-19, it's real. It's factual. It has been harmful and, and deadly in some families. And people have lost some, some loved ones due to this, this virus. It's a real thing, y'all. And in many cases, it's got us going in circles. We, 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 we've been scrambling and we're probably just now getting on our feet because my mind's got me going in circles. A crisis can sometimes cause your mind to go in circles. What about my money? Uh, I'm thinking about this daycare, and I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about all of the all of the beauty salons and all of the barbers, and I'm thinking about those that have to work from home and those that are just scrambling, scrambling at the grocery store, and now thinking about it that that possibly will shut the entire city down. My mind has got me going in circles. 
But Paul simply says uh, that, that we should not be conformed to the world, but we should be transformed by the renewing of our mind. We, we've got we've to get to a place where we want to be renewed every day. My mind's got me going in circles and you're dealing with some issues in your marriage. Uh, you and your girl are going through right now. You're dealing with some issues in your health. My mind's got me going in circles right now. I, I, I can't get to the doctor. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to get more medication. And I, I don't know if the prices are going to go up. I don't know if they're going to run out of my meds. My mind's got me going in circles. But Paul simply says that we've got to be able to have sound judgment. Even when your mind has got you going in circles. Even when you're going through a crisis like this. And things have shut down. And it seems like life has shut down. My mind has got me going in circles. Think about it. The, every time you turn on the news, and they're saying it's not really getting better. It's really getting worse because cities are shutting down. States are shutting down. And, and things are being closed right now. My mind has got me going in circles. But, but Paul speaks to us and, and he says, I say to you, everyone among you, not to think of yourself more highly than you ought. Don't allow the crisis or the situation or the storm or the difficulty to cause you to think more highly than you ought. Don't elevate the situation above the mind of God. Don't allow your mind to begin to float off into places that'll cause you to think more highly than you ought. What are you talking about? Uh, you allow anxiety and worry to cause you to think more highly than you ought. Now, let's begin to talk about the mind today. Uh, the English translation of various Hebrew and Greek words denoting the human capacity for contemplation, judgment, and intention. This and intention. This is the mind. As intellect, the mind makes it possible for the critical appraisal and selection of differing opinions. Hear this. In this sense, the mind may also describe one's mindset. It may describe their attitude or their characteristic point of view. Philippians 2 and 5, I like what it says here. Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus. The, the mind may also describe one's mindset, attitude, or characteristic point of view in both the Old and New Testament. The heart is often used as the equivalent of the mind and indeed as sometimes translated as the mind. Uh, Paul especially is concerned uh, that the Christians here in Romans uh, be transformed by the renewing of dedication to the will of God. Here, here Paul is talking to the church and he, he's talking to us. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. Come on now, he gets down in the verse 2, come on. And do not be conformed to this world. My mind has got me going in circles. Whatever you do, don't conform to the world's thinking. Don't conform to the world's way. Yes, we want to honor the system of making sure that we remain safe. Making sure that we're at a distance if we're in around family. Making sure that you're washing your hands. Making sure that, that your area is clean. Yes, we want to abide by that. But here it is. We, we, we don't want to adopt the thinking of doubt. 
We want to. We don't want to give confidence to a system that says uh, you're probably not going to make it right now because I believe that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Come on now, you got to think about it. We got to be able to transform and to have a renewed mind on a daily basis. That's what Paul is saying. When we think about it, my mind has got me going in circles. I, I want to give you seven principles on how to deal with this COVID-19 situation here. I, I, I want to talk about seven issues and, and, and seven principles that will elevate your mind. Seven principles of living in a COVID crisis that will elevate your mind. Come on, somebody. Hashtag it, an elevated mind. Come on now. I need you to talk about it. Number one, we've got to be able to alleviate, alleviate the pressure of worry. Many of us uh, have dealt with worry at some point in time in our life. We, we've dealt with the worry of, of our children. We have dealt with the worry of our life, our job, the, the loss of finance, the, 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 the loss of a career, uh, things that are not going right in our life. Some of us have dealt with worry. If we really want to be honest as a pastor, uh, there are times where I have to catch my mind that I don't begin to fall into the place of worry. What are the people going to do? How are they going to respond? Are they going to give? Are they going to get on the line? Are they going to stay with me? Come on now. Sometimes you got to alleviate the pressure of worrying. If not, the worry becomes a sin. It becomes a displeasure to God. And it takes you into a place where you allow worry to be exalted above the mind of God. Come on now. Matthew, Matthew 6 and 34 says, So don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Y'all hear it? Don't worry about tomorrow. That's easier said than done. I, uh, we might be in different situations. But, but if you want to alleviate the pressure, then you've got to alleviate the pressure of tomorrow. Come on now. You've got to set your affections on what is happening today. Don't remain stuck on what has not happened. If you want to relieve the pressure, if you want to alleviate the pressure of worry, don't remain in a place of forgetting what your mind can do for you today. What, what has God placed in your life that you can do today? That you can accomplish today? If, if you and I can simply just set our feet and set our mind to accomplish what we can accomplish today. What we cannot accomplish today, I'll leave it for the next day. But I'm going to focus on alleviating the pressure. Come on now. Seven principles, powerful principles on how to deal with this COVID-19. I've got to elevate my mind. And number one, I elevate my mind to the place of alleviating the pressure. You have to alleviate the pressure. I have to alleviate the pressure. We as a nation have to alleviate the pressure. How do we alleviate the pressure? We simply put it in the hand of God. We simply take care of what we can take care of today. We simply manage the portion that God has given us. Give us this day our daily bread. Come on now. As we alleviate the pressure, then we want to remain level-headed. Come on now. Seven powerful principal keys on how to operate with an elevated mind in a COVID-19 crisis. I alleviate the pressure and then I remain 
and level-headed. Come on now. Romans 12 and 3 says, having sound judgment. There it is. Paul talks about having sound judgment. We've got to make sure that we have a sober mind that creates the passageway of grace gift thinking in this season. God wants you to have a sober mind of grace so that your mind is able to, 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 to walk in the passage of grace gift thinking. I need to I need to think with grace. I need to move with grace. I need to be sober enough that, that I'm not allowing anxiety and, and all of this worry to take over. And I and I lose my ability to operate with sound judgment. Hallelujah. A sober mind gives you and I the ability to make grace choices. Come on now. I've got to be able to make choices with grace. Come on now, I've got to be able to make the right choices. I, I don't want to be in this COVID-19 uh, situation and I'm still making bad choices. And, and I'm pushed to make bad choices because I've not alleviated the pressure. And, and I'm worrying and I'm doubting and I've got unbelief. And you've got to be able to have sound judgment. A, a sober mind gives you and I the advantage of knowing what lies ahead. What lies ahead? I'm not going to be in this forever. Come on now, I, I, I'm going to run out of this one day. The, the storm is going to end. The, the, the band is going to lift. The doors are going to open. The, the food is going to come back into the grocery store. I, my church is going to open again. I, I'll be able to get back in and fellowship with my brothers and my sisters. I, I'll be able to do the family dinners again. I, I'll be able to get back into the gym. Come on now. Sound judgment gives you a clear and precise vision of what you need to prosper in this season and what's going to prosper you. What's lying ahead? Come on now. Ah, what's lying ahead? It's going to be good. God is going to prosper you. There's going to be wealth ahead of you. Come on now. So I alleviate the pressure. I remain level-headed. And then number three, I learn how to engage the mind of God. Come on now. Somebody hashtag it. Engage. Come on now. You've got to engage the mind of God. After you, after you and I alleviate the pressure, we take it to God. We give it to God. We lay it on the altar. We allow ourselves to, to, to remain level-headed by remaining sober in sound judgment. And after I make the sound judgments, decisions, and grace, I engage the mind of God. How many of you know that, that, you, can, that you can be in the will of God but not have the mind of God? You can, you can be operating in all of the things that God has allowed you to do, but then sometimes we, we have an ego problem how we edge God out of the process. Come on now. I, I'm in the will of God as a pastor. I'm in the will of God in leading the people and putting things in place and making sure that our church members are okay. But if I edge God out of the system, I lose the mind of God. I've got to be able in this COVID-19 uh, crisis... To, to engage the mind of God. As I was in my bathroom on the other day, I, I heard the Lord say to me very clearly, he, he says, don't plan so much that you don't include me. Don't become so busy making sure that everything is all right, that you don't have my mind. Meaning that I'm not at the center of what you're doing. Keep me in the center of my will. Come on now. I'm going to say that again. You, you got to keep God in the center of his will. You're, you're doing his will and you're doing A, B, C. But, but in doing A, B, C, you didn't engage the mind of God. Come on now. We've we got to alleviate the pressure. 
We've got to remain level-headed and then we've got to do what? We, we've got to engage the mind of God. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the plans that I have for you. My plans are to, are to do what? To prosper you and not to destroy you. God's mind for you is not to hinder you, but to push you out of complacency into his completeness. What God has started, he shall complete it. Come on now. I, I need somebody to just hashtag that. Come on now. That God will complete it. Come on now. I, I'm going to be complete. I, I know that things have been put on pause. I know that there's a reset button that everybody's hitting. But God has not stopped the process. God has not put the journey on pause. I'm just going through another storm. I'm just going through another battle. But at the end of the battle, God is going to complete what he started in me. I want you to understand it. As you engage the mind of God, stay focused on what God has called you to do. Stay focused and in tune to what God is doing and saying in your life. Don't edge God out. Come on now. Just hashtag it, ego. Edging God out of the process. Come on now. It's what we do sometimes. We can we can plan very well. We can administrate very well. But then sometimes we don't have the mind of God as we're doing the will of God. Ah, come on now. His will becomes my will and I'm doing it my way. But I got to make sure that as I do his will, that it remains his will and that the mind of God is in the center of everything that I'm doing. Come on now. Seven powerful keys that will elevate your mind in a COVID-19 situation. I've got to alleviate the pressure of worry. Come on now. I can't worry about tomorrow. I got to fix today. And then I've got to remain level-headed where I can have sound judgment. I'm able to be sober in my thinking, sober in my worship, sober in my devotion, that I can hear God clearly, that I can obtain the mind of God. Come on now. And then number four, hallelujah, I've got to value the strength of my mind. Come on, somebody, hashtag value. Uh, you got to alleviate the pressure. Then you got to remain level-headed by engaging the mind of God. And when I engage the mind of God, it brings value to the strength of my mind mind. Hallelujah. Philippians 4, 7 says, And the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Come on somebody say, and the peace of God. I, I need you to say it right now on Instagram. I need you to say it right now on our, on our Facebook page. Come on now. Hashtag it right there. Come on. Follow me. And the peace of God. Oh Rabbi. The peace of God will surpass all of my worry. The peace of God will surpass. Oh Rabbi. All of these things that are going on in my heart and in my mind. And the peace of God will cause it to guard my heart and mind or my mind won't become contaminated oh rabbi come on now without a picture a vision the mind will perish come on now you got to keep vision in your mind you got to keep the promise in your mind your mind is strong enough the strength of the mind lies in one's ability in how you guard it come on now I've got to guard my mind from negative thinking I've got to guard my mind from negative thoughts I've got to guard my mind from unbelief I've got to guard my mind, oh Rabbi, from the places of doubt and complacency. I've got to guard my mind from slothfulness and laziness. I, I've got to guard my mind. I've got to stay in tune with how God is moving. 
God is not being lazy right now, but God is moving on your behalf. I got to guard my mind and allow my mind to operate in favor. Allow my mind to operate in the blessing of the Lord that make it rich and add of no sorrow. You got to be able to do what? Uh, operate in these seven keys. Alleviate the pressure of worship. Remain level-headed. Engage the mind of God and then value the strength of your mind. And as I value the strength of my mind, number five, I will actively pursue, come on now, uh, his wisdom and the creativeness of my mind. Oh, Rabbi, come on now. Somebody hashtag actively. I'll actively pursue the wisdom of God and the creativeness of my mind. When God created your mind, he gave you a, a, a side, he gave you a DNA, and he, he gave you structure in your mind that you would never be without wisdom and creativity. Oh, Rabbi, that's why you got to alleviate the pressure of worry. That's why you got to be concerned about today. What, what can I be concerned about? Well, how can I become active and being uh, creative and using the wisdom of God? He's put something in your hands that will prosper you in a COVID-19 situation. Things have been shut down. Things are going wrong. But guess what? He didn't stop your mind from being creative. When I come out of this, I'm going to make more money than I ever made. When I come out of this, my business is going to be better. When I come out of this, my marriage is going to be better. When I come out of this, my health is going to be better. I'm going to be fit for ministry. Come on now. When we come out of it, Rock Church, our church is going to be better to win souls. We're going to know how to deal with issues from this. Why? Because we actively and we are actively pursuing God's wisdom and his creativity. Come on now, Deuteronomy 8.18 says, But you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who is giving you the power to make wealth. Come on, hashtag it. I've got power to make wealth. Come on now. Ah, come on now, say it again. I've got the power to make wealth. Say it with me. I've got the power to make wealth. God has given me power to make wealth when I actively pursue wisdom and the creativity of my mind. Hallelujah. He's going to allow you to do that. Our mind is the creative focal point of the human body. Come on now. Your mind is so strong that if you don't use it, oh Rabbi, you're wasting. Y'all remember that back in the 80s? The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Come on now. It's a terrible thing to waste when you don't use it. When you don't use it. When you don't engage it. When you don't allow it to be creative and remain creative. When you don't allow the wisdom and the intellect that God has placed in your mind to be creative. Come on now. You can start your own business right now right in this season right out of your house uh, creativity is, is, is what God is looking for come on now an active mind that is set towards God pleases God but it is the inward idleness of the mind that displeases God when your mind is too idle and, and it's not being creative and you're not thinking of ideas, come on now. I just want you to wipe away that old thought. Every idea ain't of God. That's selfishness. If God has allowed you to be creative and you are and you have the mind of God, you're engaging the mind of God. You have a sober and sound judgment in your life. You're able to hear Him clearly. Every idea that God puts in your mind, He's given it to you to be creative with it. Come on now. I speak it over your mind. Come on now. Say my mind will actively pursue the wisdom and the creativeness that God has placed in it. Hallelujah. An inactive mind produces slothfulness. Did you hear it? Procrastination and laziness which impedes our ability to produce wealth for yourselves and your generation. When the mind becomes idle, 
it, it, it becomes lazy and slothful, it will impede your ability to create wealth for yourself and your generations. Come on now. If I want to live in a COVID in a COVID-19 season, if I want to make it out of it, if I want to prosper, if, if I want to build off of it, come on now. Uh, sometimes you can take what's happening and cause it to be good. Sometimes it can be a bad issue. But when you're creative, God will cause you to come out of it with a good idea. Come on now. Hallelujah. I've got to elevate alleviate the pressure of tomorrow I've got to remain level headed I've got to engage the mind of God I've got to value the strength of my mind and then I've got to actively pursue come on now I've got to actively pursue with wisdom and creativity but then here it is number six I got to be able to take control. Somebody hashtag it. Take control. Come on, put it right there. Put it right there. Instagram, I see you. Facebook, I see you. Come on now. We're talking about seven powerful principles of living in a COVID 19 season. I'm in a shutdown. I've got to be able to take control of my thoughts. I've got to be able to cast down the vain imagery, those pictures of lack. Those pictures of worry. Those pictures of not having what I should have. And those pictures of my bills not being paid. Uh, those pictures of my mortgage not being paid. Uh, the, those pictures of, of health insurance not, not being given to me. The, those pictures of my daughter or, or, or my children acting crazy right now. Uh, this is the time where families should be coming together, but my family's falling apart. This is the time where I should be loving my wife, but my marriage is in divorce court right now. Uh, this is the time where I should be healing, but, but I'm sitting here on an oxygen tank I'm, I'm sitting here taking diabetes medicine I'm, I'm sitting here and, and, I, and I'm just losing my mind you've got to be able to take control of every thought come on now let's say it here come on 2 Corinthians 10 5 says y'all know it we are destroying speculations and every lawful lofty thing raised up against the knowledge of God and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. That the mind was created to believe everything to be true. Come on now, as Lester Love taught me that some, some years ago, he, he said, Graves, uh, your mind was created uh, to believe everything to be true. That if you believe that your marriage ain't going to make it, then your mind's going to believe that. If you believe that your children ain't going to never be saved, then your mind's going to believe that. If you believe that God is never going to heal you, then your mind is going to believe that to be true. If you believe that your money is not going to last through this season, then your mind will believe it. If you believe that you'll never be nothing and you'll always be what everybody calls you, uh, your mind is going to believe that. If you believe that you'll just be a rejected misfit all your life, your mind is going to believe that. you got to take control. I need somebody to hashtag. I'm taking control of my mind. I'm going to cast down every imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I am a lender and not a borrower. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am beautifully and wonderfully made. I am a God. I have charge over the angels. You, you got to speak this into your mind. Hallelujah. 
Because if you don't, your mind will take control of your spirit. Come on now. Your, your mind, come on now. Your flesh will begin to run your spirit. And your spirit will sit there depraved of the Holy Ghost. And your spirit will sit there and it will die. And you'll be walking around uh, thinking that you're not anything. Because somebody told you you'll never be great. I demand it right now. I want you to put your hand on your mouth and say, I declare that I will take control over every thought that has exalted itself above the knowledge of God. God knows who you are. He knows what he's created you to be. Come on now. I need you to say it. I need you to say it. Come on now. We're in a season of operating with an elevated mind. Out of a COVID-19 shutdown. Seven. Come on now. Seven. Somebody hashtag seven. It's seven. It's seven. It's seven. I've already taught six. Come on now. Say it with me. Hashtag it. Here it is. You've got to alleviate the pressure. You've got to remain level-headed. And then you've got to remain engaged to the mind of God. Hallelujah. Then you've got to value the strength of your mind. You've got to actively pursue his wisdom and creativeness. And then here it is. I love this. You've got to take control of your mind. Come on. Say, I'm going to take control of my mind so that I can move forward. But then finally, after I alleviate the pressure, after I learn how to be level-headed, after I can walk in sound judgment, oh, Rabbi, I feel the power of God. After I'm able to engage the mind of God, I can hear him clearly. I can see him clearly. I can learn how to value the strength of my mind. My mind is strong enough, hallelujah, to actively pursue creativeness and wisdom. I can take control. And then at the end, I will elevate my mind. Come on now. I will elevate my affections towards God. Hallelujah. I will elevate my place of worship. I'll elevate my praise. I'll elevate my commitment. Come on now. I'll elevate it, I'll elevate it. Come on now as you lift your hands. I want you to hashtag it. I'm going to elevate my affections towards God. Colossians 3 and 2 says, Set your mind on things above and not on things that are on the earth. Come on now. That's why he said alleviate the pressure. Don't worry about it. I need you to rescue me. Will you rescue me, Father? I'm in a season where I'm hurting. I'm in a season where I'm broken. I'm in a season where I've been disappointed. And storm after storm after storm, Pastor G. And you just don't know my story. And I'm hurting right now. And I just don't know where to turn to. Where, where else can I go? I need you, Jesus. Come to my rescue. I want you to lift your hands and just hag, hashtag it. Rescue me. Come on. I need you to say it. Come on now. I need 50 of you to say it. I need 100 of you to say it. Come on, y'all. Y'all stay with me. Come on now. I want God to save my life. I want to rededicate my life. I want to be filled with the Holy Ghost and the power of God. I want to be baptized at one point. How do I be saved? You simply just confess Him as the Lord and Savior of your life. And you simply just say, Lord, will you forgive me and will you be my Savior? I want to come back home and I don't know how to come back. God is married to the backslider. As you see my hands open and my arms open, God's arms are never closed to anybody. His arms are always open. All you got to do is just come back. All you got to do is say I take control. I alleviate the pressure. I'm ready. I'm ready to actively pursue the creativeness of my mind. Come on now. 
Come on now. I want to be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. The, the, the power that causes me to have sound judgment. The, the power that causes me to keep my mind engaged to the heart and the will of God. The power of God that will cause me to alleviate pressure and the worry of tomorrow. That I'm able to fulfill my portion today. That I'm able to use all that God has placed in my hands on the day. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive me of my debt and my trespasses. Will you lead me not into temptation and deliver me from all evil? For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Come on. I want you to do it. Come on now. I need you, Jesus. Come to my rescue. Where else can I go? There's no other name by which I am saved. Hallelujah. Capture me with grace. Come on, say it. I need you, Jesus. Come to my rescue. Hey, hallelujah. Where else can I go? There's no other name by which I am saved. Capture me with grace. I need you, Jesus. Come to my where I'm level-headed enough to have sound judgment. I'm sober now. and I'm engaging the mind of God. and I'm valuing the strength of my mind, actively pursuing it. I'm taking control, but what you said to elevate my affections towards God. I have some, some concerns in my life. Can you, can you, can you talk to me about that? I, here, here it is. When, when, you, when you take on the affections of God, He'll, he'll take on your concerns. But you got to give your concern to him. It's called an exchange. Come on. Somebody hashtag that. You got to exchange for an exchange. It's like when you it's like when you're going into the store and you need to exchange something. You need to return something or you need to give something back. Hallelujah. It's it's like people who do the bartering system. Uh, you do this for me and I'll do that for you. Come on now. And both of us win. God, now, now God is not bartering with you. He's making an exchange. Come on now. I just wanted to give you that example. Give him your concern and he'll give you the affections of his heart. What is the affections of his heart? You are. Hallelujah. That's simple. I, I give him the, the concern of the worry and the anxiety and the pressures of life. And he'll give you his heart for you. 
He'll give you his mind. He'll allow you to, to walk in his will so that, so, that, so that you'll prosper. Come on, Jeremiah 29 and 11 says it. For my plans are to prosper you, not to destroy you. That's the concern of God's heart. His affections towards you are for you to prosper in every moment of your life. This is why Paul simply says it. He, he, he says it so, so eloquently. For through grace given unto me, I say to you, not to think more highly of yourself than you ought, but to have sound judgment. We all need sound judgment. We all need to understand what the perfect will, the acceptable will, and what is good. We all need to understand that we're all facing a COVID-19 situation, but it's in this time that you've got to elevate your mind. Seven powerful principles of how to make it